through Jesus Christ is fulfilled. And see, we're believers. And believers believe. We believe the truth of the word of God that's brought to us. And uh, the truth is that Jesus was anointed by the Holy Spirit. And we see the results in his ministry and his life. So many were healed and recovered, you know, healed of broken hearts, diseases, sickness, uh, bondages of the enemy, release from fear. Fear so often is a big part of it. Fear. And it just amplifies any sicknesses or dis-ease that's there. Dis-ease. But you see, when we came to Christ, when we came to Him, the truth is that He came to us and He, how do we say it? He became a part of us and we became a part of Him. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. It says that in 2 Corinthians. We're going to look there now. These may or may not, I don't know if we'll get these on the screen or not, but uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, familiar scripture to many. But it talks about Starting in verse 17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. It's a new creation. When we come to Christ, we're born again from above, as Jesus said. And God his spirit becomes a part of us. We're not that old creature anymore. We are infused. We have been joined with God's spirit. And that life, that anointing of his spirit that is there within us now, we're joined with him. And it says, it goes on, it says, now all, now all things are of God. Do you believe the Bible? Okay, what does it say? It says, now all things are of God who has, recon who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. We know that all believers, every believer is a minister. And we're ministers of reconciliation. And what we're ministers of, in large part, a big part, is just to let people know that God has already paid the price. He has already canceled the debt. He has already taken care of the sin issue. Now all things are of God who has say has, has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is that God was in Christ reconciling the world, 
That means the whole world to himself. Not imputing or reckoning their trespasses to them. The sin debt has already been taken care of. And the world needs to know that. People need to know it. That's where we need to be doers of the Great Commission and tell. Tell the people. The sin problem is already taken care of. You now need to receive that for yourself. You need to receive it for yourself as an individual. And that's true for everybody in the whole world. The sin problem has been taken care of through Christ Jesus, but that needs to be received by faith. Believed by faith and received by faith. Not imputing their trespasses to them and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us, through us, and we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. For he made him, that's Jesus, who knew no sin to be sin for, for you, for me, for everyone, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ. Totally right before God, through Christ. And now just receiving that ourselves and believing it. And it's by grace. Not by works. This is a great part of salvation, the redemptive work of Christ. You know what? This is also true of any area in your life that you need salvation in, that you need wholeness in that you need completeness in where it isn't there, where it's lacking. And it includes physical healing. Yes, it does. It says in, and let's go back to Isaiah. This is one of my favorite scriptures on, on healing for our physical bodies. Well, healing our whole, for our whole being, really. Isaiah 53, verse 4. It says there, now, now, let, now drink this in. Drink it in. May your mind be stayed on these things, fixed on these things, meditating on these things. All of us, those that we prayed for this morning, but also all of us, because all of us deal with things in our lives, whether it's physical or mental or emotional or relational or financial, whatever. We deal with them but the word of God brings the truth and as we plant this word in our beings as seed, it comes forth. When our meditation is upon it, the fruit of it, the yield will come forth in our beings. Now sometimes when we pray for people, there's immediate healing. Oftentimes what I've seen is for those that have been in Christ for a while, it can happen. It does happen. But a lot of times he'll have us stand in faith, believing. Stand in faith and patience. 
and then we will see the manifestation come. The truth is, healing is something, well, let's just read this. Verse 4, surely, that word right there is something else. Surely, if any of you are dealing with things in your body this morning, just listen to this. He has borne our griefs. My side margin there says sicknesses. And he's borne our griefs and our sicknesses. That's all part of it. And carried our sorrows. My side margin says pains. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. It is just so clear to me now. There was a day when it wasn't. But that's where meditating on the Word is so important and continuance, faithfulness in it, faithfulness in getting that Word into us and having our minds stayed upon the Word of God, the truth of God that we see. And eventually our minds will be renewed. Some of you, many of you have heard of Kenneth Hagin. I heard a tape, cassette tape of his yesterday where he said, the greatest need in the church today is for people to renew their minds according to the Word of God. That's quite a statement, isn't it? The greatest need in the church today is that we have our minds, our thinking, our ways of thinking. It wouldn't be fear if it's on the Word. See, we cast down the fear. That's one of the things we need to cast down. Like the song we sang again, Fear, He's a Liar. He'll whisper those thoughts into our ears. And it's usually the worst case scenario, like when it comes to things. And when it comes like to physical things in our bodies, he'll whisper the worst case scenario. You're going to die from this. That's what he'll try to bring, that kind of fear. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. It's talking about physical healing, brothers and sisters. And I'm talking to you that are dealing with things in your bodies this morning. That seems to be the overall heart thing that I'm getting from the Lord this morning. He wants you to know that he has paid the price for your physical healing in your body. Some may say, well, the stripes are healed spiritually. Well, look at Matthew 8. 17, which is a scriptural commentary on that very scripture where it's quoted. Matthew 8, 17. 
This is talking about Jesus. When the evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with the word, and he healed all who were sick. Say that word. Sick. That it might be fulfilled, which is spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, He himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. That's actually a quote of verse 4, I believe. He himself, listen to this, Jesus himself took, put your name in there, it's a good thing to do when you're reading the scripture, he himself took Dave's infirmities and bore Dave's sicknesses or Steve's or Gus's, or Cece's. Yeah, it's there. It's there. And you know, going back to Isaiah 53, which we were just reading a moment ago, it says, The chastisement for our peace was upon him. The word peace is the Hebrew word shalom. And that comes really, I mean, there's a root word there that is always so important in the Hebrew because the root is seen in the expression of other words that come from root words. The word peace or shalom comes from the root word shalem or shalem. And that is a word that means wholeness, completeness. Some have said, nothing missing, nothing broken. Total wholeness, my brothers and sisters. That is what is there for us. And that is talking about, yes, spiritual wholeness, physical wholeness, we could say financial, relational, whatever area in our life where there can be unwholeness. Jesus Paid the price that we can be whole. And then that we can be those that proclaim that message. This is the day and hour that we're proclaiming, like I believe never before, the the Lord is launching the body of Christ into a place of boldness in the Great Commission, of bringing the truth of the Word. I'll see if I can find this here. Yeah, there it is, right there. Completeness. Shalom. That word shalom. It's not just talking about like peace, like lack of war or or peace of mind, but it's really. I'm going to read the definition here in my spirit-filled life Bible for the word peace. And and just let, let this soak into you. This is what Jesus, the chastisement for our peace was upon him so that you can have this in your life, in my life. Peace, shalom, completeness, wholeness, peace, health. Say health. Health. Do you hear this? It's got to be revelation by the Spirit or it'll just go right you know, over our heads. Health, 
welfare, safety, soundness, tranquility, prosperity, perfectness, fullness, rest, harmony, the absence of agitation or discord. Shalom comes from the root verb shalem, meaning to be complete, perfect, and full, as we were just saying. Thus, shalom is much more than the absence of war and conflict. It is the wholeness that the entire human race seeks. This is what people seek down in the depths of their heart and their lives. The word shalom occurs about 250 times in the Old Testament. God takes delight in the shalom, the wholeness, the total well-being of his servant. In Isaiah 53, 5, the chastisement necessary to bring us shalom was upon the suffering Messiah. The angels understood this at the birth that at Jesus' birth, that he was a great peace-bringer, shalom-bringer, as they called out, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. That peace had come. The Prince of Peace had come. Jesus had come. He's here for us. And it's wholeness. It's there. Really, he bore our sicknesses and our pains. And you can study this out in Isaiah 53 as well. In the same way that he bore our sins and iniquities. He bore them. He has paid the price already for all the sin of the whole world, as we said. But you know what? He's already also paid the price for all the sickness in the whole world. These are the things that we must keep our minds stayed upon, fixed upon. When the enemy tries to come upon us with sickness or disease or whatever it may be, that's what we need to renew our mind with, our minds with these things. The Word of God. Another great scripture is, let's look at Psalms here. Maybe one more scripture. We'll see once. You know this scripture. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Psalm 103, 1 through 3. And all that's within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things, so that your youth, your youth is renewed like the eagles. You say, well, that, you know, I'm getting older. Pastor Steve, well, do you believe the word? He can renew our youth as the eagles. 
If you're younger, you aren't thinking that way yet, probably. But I must say I am. I'm thinking that way. I'm believing for my youth to be renewed like the eagles in my physical being. I'm trying to do my part, you know, do the stuff that I'm, I know that I should physically, what I eat and exercise and all that, but it goes far beyond that to renewing. And that's what the Lord wants to do. And he do, the Lord does not want us to be focused that we are sick or that we're diseased. He wants us to be focused and stayed, our minds stayed upon the fact, the truth, that he bore our sicknesses and carried our diseases. Are you seeing this this morning? Is this coming through? Are you getting it? Hello? <laughs> I thought you were. I, I, but see, the thing is, the Lord specifically this morning, for some reasons, I say plural, reasons, probably many of us this morning, we needed to hear this again and have this be renewed in our minds. Isaiah, one more scripture here at least before we go. Isaiah 26, 3. You will keep him in perfect peace. Now there's the word shalom twice. Shalom, shalom. According to my footnote here, you will keep him in perfect peace. Shalom, shalom, whose mind is stayed. What does stayed mean? Fixed, focused. Like Proverbs 4, 20. You know, my, my son, attend unto my words. Keep it before, keep him before your eyes in the midst of your heart and in your ears. It'll be health to your whole body. But whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for in Yah the Lord is everlasting strength. I'm just going to read that footnote again. Some of these are so good. Perfect peace is expressed in Hebrew by shalom, shalom, a Hebrew method of putting great emphasis on a word. You will keep him in everything the word shalom implies, health, happiness, well-being, peace. The word translated mind is not the usual Hebrew word, but rather is a word meaning creative imagination. And see, that's where we cannot allow fear to get in there, into our creative imagination, because it can become a destructive imagination. God has given our minds creativity, and we can see, we can envision the Word in our lives. We can see ourselves as strong and healthy and our, our youth renewed in Him, if that's where we focus. If that's where we're stayed, that's where our mind is renewed toward so that we are proving the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God in our lives. This has to do with any area of life, not just physical health, anything in our lives. Like Hagen said, greatest need in the church today, having our minds renewed according to the word, 
Because if they're not, they're carnal. They're fleshly. And the Word of God says that is death. That leads to death. Romans 8 says that. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And all that peace entails. Yeah. Hallelujah. Oh, God, that's good. My God, my God. Hallelujah. And then he goes on, he says, Isaiah's thought is that he whose creative imagination, the seat of plans and ideas, the seat of plans and ideas, what's your life going to look like a day from now? What's your life going to harvest? And what fruit will be there a week from now? What will be there a month from now? Two months. At the end of the summer, what will be there? where your mind has been renewed toward and where your mind has been stayed upon. Creative imagination, the seed of plans and ideas is firmly founded on the eternal Lord. will enjoy shalom in all of its implications. All of its implications. So Lord, we take this word that you brought, that you had for us today. We had some come to lead the way for us. Some brave ones that came and and stood that we could pray for them, but they're examples for all of us. Lord, we thank you for those that, that were manifestation instant, but also if it wasn't, we see it as done. We see it as done really 2,000 years ago. Like it says in 1 Peter 2.24, By his stripes ye were healed, you say, in your word. We know this is your word. This is your truth. No matter what symptoms may stand contrary, we know that as we stand in you, As we stay upon your word, we will stand. And having done all to stand in you, that all this junk will fall off, fade away. It'll melt like the snow has been melting around here. All the sickness and disease melting by the work of your Son. Jesus Christ. And Lord, through this whole day, through this whole week ahead, may our minds be stayed on this truth, on these truths. And we know that as we continue in your word, we will know the truth, and the truth will make us free indeed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Why don't you say this after me? I'm a believer. Why don't you stand up with me? I'm a believer. I believe the Word of God. I believe the Word when it says, By His stripes I was healed. And that Jesus bore my sicknesses. 
He bore my diseases. He bore my pains. And this will be my meditation. And I will cast down fear. And any thoughts and imaginations that are contrary to God's word. And I know you will keep me in your perfect peace as I do this. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. God is good. God is good. God is good. Lord, we thank you for your blessing over the meal that we're going to eat. Make it good, all of it good for us as we pray. Look up Exodus 23, 25. It's a good thing to pray over your food before I eat it any time. Exodus 23, 25. The other announcement was the building fund that keeps coming in. We're getting, it's getting better. It's, it's way over halfway now. So we keep giving for improvements and finishing things for the church house and the sign out there. The other things you can get from the Facebook page or an email. email. So if you'd like altar ministry still, come forward. There'll be people here to pray with you. God bless you all. In Jesus' name, remember that five blessings.